Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I'm a retired RN, and I know to eat vegetables and stuff like that. I was taking my Balance of Nature because I was always tired. I was so weak, I could hardly get around. And so when I went on it, you wouldn't believe, in the first three weeks, I was hopping around and everybody said, what the heck are you taking? I said, balance of nature, get yourself some and see how it feels. (laughs) Listen, anybody I get a chance to say it when they go, what the heck do you take? I say, balance of nature. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code Kate. Hey, everybody, this is your last week to get the Kate Daly Show coin, the replica coin, the first coin ever minted in the United States with Lady Liberty on it. Be faithful, be fearless. Gorgeous coin comes in a beautiful blue case. Please go get one. $99. You've got to go online to get one. Uh, $99. They'll ship it out this week. Let me just tell you, this is the last and final week to get yours before they're gone. This is such a beautiful coin. It puts precious metals back in your pocket. It puts actual real silver back in your pocket, 30, 40 bucks back to you, but you're helping the show. It's only marked up because you're helping to keep us on the air. Me, my wonderful co-hosts, and this show where we talk about the truth that no one will tackle because most every show out there is owned. We are not. Please keep us on the air doing what we do, what we love to do. This is your last and final week. Please take advantage of this. Go to katedallyradio.com. It's at the top of the page. Get it ordered right now. Don't miss out on this. Thanks, you guys. Question authority. And when authority answers, Arch One Eyebrow and ask, Is that so? The Kate Daly Show starts now. I will tell you this, the president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. That played a greater strength somewhere he probably isn't as strong, etc. I will tell you this, the president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. (laughs) I know you laugh at that, but I actually think she's right. (laughs) I actually think she's right. He is the best communicator. Our president's the best communicator we have at the White House. Um, Yeah, he actually probably is thinking about all the people in the White House, um, including herself, the... Yep, pretty much. Yep, yep. He's the best they got. Um, It's not saying much. Uh, Welcome to the Kate Daly Show live today, of course. I've got got Melissa with me. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) Melissa joins me every uh, Wednesday. And let me just say, I got off the Alex Jones show today. I was on Alex. I I did. um, I brought uh, Dr. Kirk Moore, who was the Utah physician, who the FBI, uh, of course, had to trump up some like uh, huge charges, you know, like government property. Um, It's seriously paid by us, but whatever. Government doesn't actually own anything. But okay. And uh, and so I I brought on Dr. Kirk Moore. He was amazing. Stand for uh, stand standformore.com standformore.com help him out and then um, also um, I talked about kind of the news and I did I did want to make a point that false flags (laughs) I said I love a good false flag in the morning you know it's just like (laughs) it's like it's just you know manna from heaven because of the fact that let's put a good spin on false flags they're still so desperate 
and it's so comical. It's such a crap show. They still have to do it because they still don't totally have control of the country. Good news. That is a good piece of news. We should be reveling in the fact that they're trying so hard. So I actually want to say, hey, this is not bad. It's not bad. It just means they're desperate. And it's kind of like the officers showing up. We were mocking them pretty hard yesterday. The um, the ATF, Homeland Security, FBI agents that get on all their puffy vests and all their equipment and act like total meatheads and show up at a door and they're like, yeah, I got my... I got my gun and I, here's a piece of paper. And so you got this whole clown show that shows up now to the average citizen. They don't show up that way to Hillary, but they show up to the average citizen and they're like, hey, yeah, you know, it takes all of us, like a hundred of us to serve you this piece of paper here. And so it's a clown show, but it's a clown show only because it's not the Stasi yet. I mean, we're not in, they're not in full control yet. See, Melissa, we can always, always see the glimmer of hope, right? The, 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 the nice spin on what's happening. Don't you think? I just wish they'd let us know what language we should be learning. <laughs> Are we going to be learning like German or Chinese? I say we go. Or I say we Korean? go. What What is the language? Russian? Maybe what is the I language? I think we, we learn, learn? Russianese because it's Russian-ese. more like Chinese Russia uh, together. And I, I, you know, it's funny because I keep hearing all these people. I'm on chats with people in government. And gov- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I know it's 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 hard to watch, truly. But the government officials that I do know um, are just so consumed with the whole Russia plot. And every time I'm just I'm like in stitches. Seventy years of of Russia's coming to get us, and you just have to wonder why after seventy years. You think after like the first thirty, we would have gone. Mm, maybe I have the solution to that. Maybe Kate. they're not. It's because once you get a good plot. Stick with it. Well, that's true. I mean, you got to have an enemy. They know what works. And when you're a government official, you have to act like you know what you're doing. So you got to like, you got to act like you're in the know. So you have to kind of spin that. But you can see the Alex Jones show today. I talked about Ohio. I talked about Super Bowl. I talked about all kinds of things today at the end of the show. And you can talk, you can go check that out at band.video or you can go to conspiracy. Let's see what's it called. I have to give out this new site. Conspiracy fact dot org i think or no or dot info conspiracy fact dot info um i think is the site now where you can actually watch that show um and uh, i do that every wednesday and also this is the last week for the coins the kate daly show replica coin and we only have about 40 left that's not very many um get yours because once they're gone they're gone and i really really appreciate you guys in doing so please get some for your kids this is this is the kind of precious metal silver that goes back in your pocket but you can also tell your kids that in doing so you supported truth in radio and it's a great reminder because it says be faithful be fearless on it. it comes in a beautiful case and your kids should be buying precious metals and if they're not you can set it back for them but please go get the last 40 of these to help this show stay on the air really appreciate you guys thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart because i know you guys get it melissa what do we got today are we going to talk trains yeah we're going to talk trains let's talk train and derailments part of the reason why we're going to talk trains is because this is kind of a story near and dear um if if you for people who don't live in the Midwest and mm-hmm. don't understand how kind of omnipresent trains yeah. are, okay, um, they are everywhere. They run through small towns, and they run through small towns very fast. And so, I mean, this is like every day. Mm-hmm. I see, I see the trains going through 
not my neighborhood, but in my area, I can hear them at night. It's like my favorite sound in the summer is when you can hear the kind of rumble of the train that's just down the hill from us. Mm-hmm. So this the situation, I'm sure by now a lot of people have heard a, a, a little bit about the train derailment in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a little bit more to the story. For one, the mainstream media is not talking about it at all, and that makes it very suspicious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime you see the media clam up about anything, right, or not even have any interest in it, yeah, they you know to Chinese call it our American Chernobyl. If that <laughs> makes any impact at all, um, everyone else like around the world, even even apart from China, they're like, wow, that's a big deal. What just happened in Ohio? But we don't think so. To be totally honest, I think the Chinese, they have their own motives to call it Mm -hmm. something a lot worse than it may be. But uh, the thing, I grew up in the Ohio River watershed. Okay. And what that means is um, all the water, Mm -hmm. all all the rivers and creeks and these little tiny streams that all feed into the Ohio River all the way from Pittsburgh And then the Ohio travels Mm -hmm. and feeds the Mississippi. So as a child, I grew up in a town that our drinking water came out of the Ohio River. Used to gross me out. Still kind of grosses me out. Sure. But but it was kind of a common occurrence Uh every now and then to hear that Cincinnati had to close their water intake. Right. Because there was a chemical spill in Pittsburgh or in... West Virginia or somewhere along the pathway and nobody could drink the water until the chemical spill passed. So they wait so long and they're taking water samples. And so I think, uh, let me put, put a place to where this train derailment happened. It was new. And I'm not exactly sure. I would have said new Palestine, but they, mm-hmm. maybe that they pronounce it new Palestine. And I'm not quite sure, yeah. but this is a town right up on the Ohio, Pennsylvania border. And this is not Ohio farmland. This is Appalachian, Ohio. Mm. Um, so they are in very close proximity to coal mining region. They're doing, you know, fracking in the area. They are only 40 miles northwest of Pittsburgh. And they're about 20 miles south of Youngstown, Ohio. So that's way up in the far northeast corner of Ohio. Mm -hmm. But know that the headwaters of the Ohio River are in Pittsburgh. So their water Mm -hmm. is draining. So just to give people a quick rundown on what actually happened, if you haven't heard already. Okay. So on Friday, February 3rd, at 8.55 p.m., a train, um, it was a 50-car train, which I've seen bigger trains than that. Mm-hmm. But apparently 20 of those 50 cars were carrying hazardous material in okay. tankers. Okay. And at 8.55 p.m. in this little town, mm-hmm. right in the town, mm-hmm. not out in the countryside, but in the town, the train derailed. There is some film that's been circulating from uh, like a surveillance camera about 20 miles away where you can see that there were flames underneath the train 20 miles away from the derailment. Hmm. And the latest that I read about it um, is they think now that a bearing on an axle went out 
Mm-hmm. And that's what caused the derailment. So, right. how, you know, think about like a bearing in your car going out. How, how long can you drive on that? Not very mm-hmm. long, but maybe a little while because it's just rolling along with the rest of the train, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is kind of hard to explain. As trains go along, uh, we've all seen them. There are There are places along the track that provide feedback to the train. Like electronic feedback. So there is an indication that they may have known that there was a problem with the train. Like I said, 20 miles back, it was had flaming stuff coming out. Which would make sense. Some of those, they may have had some indication. And the thing that may have caused the derailment Mm -hmm. may have been them trying to break the train. Hmm. And there's, we need to look at that issue because that's a very interesting one. That's right. a very interesting issue. But let me let me work this timeline first and remind me to come back to that. Okay. Um, so that happens on Friday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, the train is carrying some really horrible stuff, and it was carrying it in, in pressurized tankers. Mm-hmm. And I think the people in the town knew very quickly that there was a problem. But it's not until the following Sunday on February 12th, Mm -hmm. this last Sunday, that Norfolk Southern Railroad actually provided a document dump where they finally got a list of everything that was actually being carried on the train. That's a really long time. Um, In the meantime, so on Friday, the train derails on Monday the the railroad decides that the way they're going to handle this is to do a controlled detonation. We'll be it right was, back. Be, sure. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Sorry, I was late on the queue. Here we go. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Melissa. <laughs> I cued the music too quick. Oh. Hey, it's already been a long day for me, okay? You still have 30 seconds. Go. Oh, I have 30 seconds. Okay. So let me It's let live. Me just, let, let me at least tell you that that on fr- on on Monday they uh-huh. did a controlled detonation. Okay. At 3:30 p.m., right uh-huh. when school was coming out, they right. decided to blow up the train. Hmm. And that that was how. And so if you haven't seen the photographs of what the cloud looks like, I showed right? it to my husband. He's like, nuclear. That was a nuclear blast. It was not. It was a toxic chemical blast. Gotcha. Okay. So now we're cued for the break. Be right back. <laughs> I'll get it together. I promise. It's live. What can I say? I do this every day. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I've been working on the railroad remixes. Uh, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. That comes to us from Union Pacific Heritage Guy. 
I don't think it was up for any awards, but great song, uh, especially with the topic at hand. So I welcome you back. We're live. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Um, also, I just wanted to mention Balance of Nature because I love the product so much. Um, and this is why I tell you about it is we need all hands on deck and we really need you. Like I know that probably at the beginning of the year you set out to maybe do something different with your health, take control of it, make sure that you were giving it what it needed. There's no better way to do that. And I tell my family this too. So I'm not just like saying this because I'm on the show. I tell my own family this. If you take balance of nature, I also take copper and magnesium and trace minerals too, just for the added benefits of those two. But it's like the the multivitamin because you're getting all those nutrients from your fruits and vegetables because I know you're not eating them. So nobody is. Nobody's eating 31 a day. In fact, if you are, I really want to hear about it because you're a rarity. Trust me. So um, if you could please um, make sure that you are um, getting balanceofnature.com, that it would just be a blessing to all of us because we need you that badly. Okay. Um, go to balanceofnature.com and the code word you use, the promo code is Kate. If you put the promo code on there, you're going to get the most savings. They'll shave 35% off, free shipping too, free health coach. Also get the apple drink because it's a fiber drink and it actually really helps your cholesterol and your sugar cravings. Um, but, and so many other things too, so many vitamins and nutri- nutrients, and it really is like a big multivitamin. But really what I'm trying to tell you is this is the way to go. Okay. There's lots of things out there. I mean, I laugh when people take like the one a day. I'm like, really? No, take, <laughs> take balanceofnature.com. If you really want to do your body some good, take uh, balanceofnature.com. Balanceofnature.com, get the product everyone raves about, everyone takes for 20 years. Please get that product and put in the code word Kate. Also, you'll see the FIQ uh, copper um, at the bottom of my homepage too. You have to click on it to help the show. But when you order your copper and magnesium, we've talked a lot about copper lately. It's very, very important. And then also on, um, if you have questions about the fourth hour, I'm going to be talking about that in the next hour. Okay. How you can join the fourth hour right now, um, which is off the air and we can chat and talk off the air. So, um, Melissa. Let's yeah. talk trains. Yeah, let's talk about what was on this train. Please. It's kind of interesting because people in the know, they call these bomb trains. Mm. They're these very long trains. They're, they're like I said, they're moving at high speed across the countryside. And they're full of toxics that mm-hmm. the people in those communities don't even know that they're moving through their community. You know, we've all seen the tanker train. This particular train was carrying... Four cars of what's called vinyl chloride. It's a chemical that's used to make um, PVC, actually, is what it's Mm. for. Um, And that was what everybody thought initially the big problem was, was the vinyl chloride. But over the last week or so, it's also come out. Okay, please pardon my pronunciation here. It was also carrying butyl acrylate. Mm Mm-hmm. It was carrying ethyl hexyl acrylate. It was carrying isobutylene and ethylene glyco monobutyl. That's a whole lot of letters. That's a whole lot of letters. Mm-hmm. But exposure to those chemicals, any one of them, causes things like cough and dizziness and respiratory symptoms. You can get neurological symptoms and headache and asthma. You can get um, there's there's a risk of burns, like chemical burns, if you get it on your skin or in your eyes. It just kind of goes on and on. Right. 
So they, it's very unfair to the people who live in a community that have had a massive train derailment, not to tell them what, you know, there were first responders in that town who actually responded to that without knowing what they were responding to. And don't tell me for a minute that the railroad did not know what that train was carrying, that they could not have provided that information almost immediately to the people on the ground locally. Hmm. You know, a, a first responder, you think you're dealing with one thing, and some of them responded to that. I, I'm, I'm equally concerned about the people, not just the people in the town, but the people, the first responders who were on the scene, who were not wearing respirators, who were not wearing the, the appropriate... No, it's all it's all about PPE these days, right? Right. So they right. didn't they didn't know what they needed to wear in order to be safe. Sure. In any event, um, and in a, in an amazing coincidence, Kate, the Department of Health and Human Services Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease Registry has just updated. It's out for public comment. Mm -hmm. Their guidelines on the toxicological profile for vinyl chloride. Wow, what are the odds? I mean, it's just, just in January. This was just so coincidental. Huh. The last time they updated this was something like 2006. Yes. Oh my but gosh. Why now? Why yeah. that? Hmm. But you know, it, I, I suffered. Just for you, Kate, just for just for our audience, I actually pulled the report to see what it says. Yeah. What are the health? Because already, if I go back to my timeline, they blew it up on, on the 6th of February and on the 8th of February. What is that? From the 3rd to the 8th, they lifted the evacuation orders in the town. Right. right. They said, no, it's safe. You can go back. It's all good. Don't worry about that funky smell. Don't worry about the sludge on your house. It's all good. Don't worry about your groundwater. It's, it's amazing, isn't fine. it? Yeah. It's it, all fine. Hmm. So I decided to take a look. What is the relevance to public health with vinyl chloride? Mm -hmm. And there are several things that come into play here. Number one, vinyl chloride is one of those things, if it contaminates the ground, it leaches quickly into groundwater systems. And that's very bad here. That's very bad because right. the people in the town are pulling their well water from the groundwater. There, people in rural towns still have wells and their their drinking mm -hmm. water is well water. Right. So now they're living in a town that may or may not be contaminated. And the railroad said, well, we'll bring in some water for you to drink until we know for sure. Well, how long is that going to be before they know for sure? Yeah. Um, it also has a tendency to run off, not just down into the groundwater, but to run off into local creeks and streams. And they have found all of these chemicals all the way from the local creek system all the way into the Ohio River already. So what's that going to mean? How long is that going to stay? This was a pretty big mm -hmm. dump. And how long is that going to remain? And if when I got to the part of the report that's a summary of the health benefits, it's kind of alarming. So vinyl, just the vinyl chloride, let alone all those other acetyl, butyl, whatever things. <laughs> um, yeah. It affects your liver. It, it has neurological, this is long lasting 
-hmm. liver, like it throws liver tumors at people. Um, Neurological effects, immunological effects. That's kind of interesting. It changes your immunology and developmental effects on children and, of course, developing Developing babies, you know, pregnant women and developing babies. But it has been identified as a known uh, carcinogen. And the timeline on that is like 25 to 35 years. Yeah. Hmm. So how long before these people, they're saying, oh, it's safe. It's fine. Everything. Go on back. Resume your lives. Mm-hmm. People of East Palestine, go back and live in your houses. But... You know, is this another like Aaron Brockovich thing where, you know, in 30 years from now, we're going to have sure. a whole town full of cancer? Well, and I mean, it doesn't look good now. <laughs> I mean, that's why it's causing immediate crap to happen. So, I mean, it's just it's hard to not uh, to not recognize it. I It always baffles me. How do they get these people with the nice hair and nice teeth, these people in media to absolutely ignore something like that? I, I don't know. I mean, it's people are sick. Animals dead. Fish dead. I don't know how you ignore it. Yeah, people are concerned about their children. They're concerned about their mm-hmm. livestock. They're concerned about their chickens. And and uh, why you know, all three natural, trains? You know, just why all three train derailments? I mean, what's all of a sudden train derailments and nobody sees any connection at all? It's weird. Well, there is a connection. Exactly. So let's, shall we pivot over to the Yes, let's here? do. I want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot and of people. People can call up, by the way, 888-673-1450 if you want to get in on this. Go ahead. Go ahead, Melissa. Uh, I'm just going to set aside my little book that I read on toxic uh-huh. effects of vinyl chloride. <laughs> Jeez. That's, it'll keep me awake tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably everybody remembers that not too long ago, there was the threat of a rail strike. And... The railroad workers, it was never made very clear. Yet again, they didn't get very good media attention. Mm-hmm. And we should ask ourselves why. Why right. isn't the media reporting on the train derailment? Why isn't, why wasn't that railroad strike better understood? What were they, you know, were they just striking because they didn't want to work? Or mm-hmm. They wanted more money. They were s- striking over safety issues, which I did not know. But here are some of the safety issues that they were concerned about. So we we all know we've had a big supply chain crisis, right? And in the world of high finance, companies are under a lot of pressure to make certain profit margins. And they have to do that whatever it takes. And what the rail companies decided to do in order to meet their profit margins is to make longer trains so more train more cars in each train which increases the weight and that's a safety risk um, and fewer workers running them and so they also contract with safety inspectors to look at the train you know each and these inspectors come and they look at every car as it as the train is being put together and it used to be they did three-minute inspections on each car. Mm-hmm. The, the companies have cut that back to a 90-second safety inspection. Hmm. 90 seconds is all. Hmm? Yeah. So hmm. what can you do in 90 seconds? <laughs> yep. There's a Well, there's car. a lot of answers to that. But, you know, I, I wouldn't say you could effectively check for anything safety-wise. 
Well, I just told you their suspect the suspicion is that this was an act a bearing on an axle that went out. Mm-hmm. I, you, there's no way. I, I doubt that they could have found that in a three minute inspection either. Yeah. But this is what the rail workers were saying. You're putting us at risk by putting us on unsafe trains. The other piece of the safety stuff is the railroads have refused because it's expensive to retrofit their train cars with what's called ECP brakes, which is electronically controlled pneumatic brakes. And instead, they're using air brakes. That's a technology actually from the end of the 19th century. Hmm. And so the difference is these pneumatic brakes allow each car to brake Simul- the whole train breaks simultaneously. Hmm. Air brakes apparently break from the front of the train to the back. So as the front of the train is starting to break, there's a lot of pressure coming from the back of the train that is not yet breaking. And that's what derails a train. It, you hmm. know, there's a lot of energy coming from behind and it pushes right. the cars. To We're going to come right back on that note. So don't go anywhere. And we will take your calls in the next segment. We will take them. Okay. KateDallyRadio.com. More with Melissa. She comes every Wednesday. More with Melissa when we come back. Thanks. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Oh, come on, you knew I was going to do it. All right, crazy train. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. We have fun with our bumpers, don't we? Um, and talking about a, a, a serious subject because what in the world's going on? And, and Melissa's covering this, and I always appreciate that. Um, as far as the train derailments and just the weird, I mean, there's a lot of Amish in these this area. We'll talk to her about that, too. And also, I just wanted to uh, say get over to my pillow. So MyPillow.com. The two for one is still available. I'm actually kind of shocked because this is going to be this is going to be very short term. You can get two for one pillows and it's the best technology and it you can sleep through the night without sweating. It uh, keeps your head and neck really nice and cool. And this new technology, they've been working on this for some time and they have it in the MyPillow pillow and it's called MyPillow 2.0. Go grab the two for one right now. This makes uh, great pillows for a guest bed, too. Uh, Just awesome. And your guests will love it. And then also grab a down comforter, grab the sheets, grab the towels. Treat yourself because when you get up to 90% off, because he's passing the savings to you, then you can indulge in all these wonderful, nice products that have a 10-year guarantee. Okay? So please go to MyPillow.com. Please get these products because it helps the show and also because... Well, because you need to treat yourself and they make great gifts and you can set them aside for gifts. Um, please go to MyPillow.com and support that and um, really appreciate you. The code word always is Kate, K-A-T-E. That's always the promo code. Melissa. Okay. So back here with you. Yeah. Let's keep oh, going. Excuse me. So um, the number of, we, we were talking about safety issues, the number of train derailments every year Already this year, mm-hmm. this year, we have already had um, three incidences in South Carolina, including one just this week. 
another one just this week. Right. Um, two in California, one in Detroit, one in Philadelphia. There were um, train train incidences in Texas, Alabama, Alaska, and Louisiana mm-hmm. since January 1st. Hmm. So I think we need to pay attention to what is being said by these guys who work the railroad. They're concerned about their own safety. Right. right. Uh, fortunately, I don't think anybody was injured in this crash, at mm-hmm. least not yet. Mm-hmm. But if you have a if you have a town that's been contaminated, it's going to take a while for that to unwind. And if I was one of those people that the Norfolk Southern Railroad has offered a thousand dollars to the people in the town if you were inconvenienced during the eva- so they evacuated the town initially and said, well, if you had to go and rent a hotel or something for a couple of days, we're going to give you a thousand dollars. And everybody, all the attorneys surrounding them are saying, don't take the money, don't right, take right. the money because once you take that. You are signing away your right to, you know, come back later for other damages. Hmm. But the railroad, of course, is saying, oh, we wouldn't do that now, would we? <laughs> huh. I don't know. We all signed away a lot of right, stuff right. to take a vaccine. Hmm. Um, on February 11th, the EPA sent a statement to, it was a notice of potential liability to Southern to Norfolk Southern Railway, and they're concerned, the EPA is concerned about who's going to pay for all this. Right. You know, but here's what, this is, this is what's really interesting. So the EPA says, this is what we've done already to date. Mm-hmm. So between the time of the derailment to the time of the issuance of this on the 11th, they said that they had already initiated air monitoring, water sampling. They had made the following observations that there were there was samples taken in all these different creeks, including the Ohio River, and they had already observed and seen trace amounts. Mm-hmm. They had observed, you know, sludgy stuff entering the storm sewer system. The, the derailed train cars were on fire. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Um, and when the train, when when the rail company went in there, they said, okay, we've got to get rid of this stuff as quickly as we can because this is potentially explosive. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, I, I heard this on, I'm not a chemist, so I believe this to be accurate that vinyl chloride has to be kept cold as well. When it comes up to room temperatures, when it mm-hmm. becomes very explosive. Okay. So they were very concerned. We got to get rid of this stuff. So that's why they did this supposedly controlled um, explosion. Right. It was a choice between if we let it just sit there, it's going to blow up on its own and then it's going to blow the whole town up. Mm-hmm. Or we can, they were going to let some of it... <laughs> They, 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 I either had a place or a trench or a pit. They were going to let it drain into that. Remember like coal fly ash. Right. We're going to, we're going to let it drain into there and then we'll, we'll contain it and can do whatever we got to do with it there. But the problem with that is 
you know, you don't have time really to make something that's going to contain it Mm -hmm. long enough and prevent it from leaching into the ground. Right. So what I find interesting about the EPA, they're very concerned about making sure Norfolk Southern knows that they have to pay for the remediation here. Mm -hmm. But there's not one single comment about the injury to people or potential injury or potential exposure to toxic chemicals over the long haul for the people in the town. Not one Mm. mention of it. So, you know, it's funny that we, we consistently, we consistently get the fear campaign of a nuke, but we don't think that this is a big deal. (laughs) I think it's, well, I'm afraid of aliens, Kate. It's, you know what I mean? But it's funny. It's like, not funny, funny, but strange that, that we go, oh, nuke, nuke, you know, we're going to get nuked. But then, you know, you live in a, a vat of chemicals, you live in a in in, in East Palestine uh, or Steen, and I mean, you're going to get the same kinds of effects, really. I mean, if you if you nuke a city and you live on the outskirts of that city, you're going to have, you know, some problems in the same way with your health, just like you are in East Palestine, Steen, whatever. <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever it is. I mean, I, I'm not quite sure, but let's let's take a phone call real quick. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with Melissa. And Kate. Hi, Melissa. Hey. Great show, gals. Thank you. Hey, uh, uh, vinyl chloride is really bad stuff. And you, all you have to do is follow the money. Yeah. And China Joe, I think, in, injected himself into the negotiations with the railroad workers and jacked their deal. Ah, I mean, absolutely. All right. I mean, yes, this, this is really bad. I mean, if, if he isn't impeached by the end of the day, I... I don't know what to tell you. Well, I do. It's called insertion of globalism. Uh, Thank you. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, on that same vein, one Mm -hmm. might ask, where is our Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg? Oh, he's on maternity leave. He's on maternity leave for like the 10th time. He's had a lot of babies with his uh, lover. He's all the infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, it's never been a greater place. It's never been a better place to for yeah. transportation workers it's than like, in America right now. It's like, just forget about it. I mean, it's just not a big deal. Um, and Petey Boy, even though we all know that he has absolutely has no business being in transportation, but a lot of people in government agencies they get this, you know, they, 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 you find out real quick that they actually don't have much going on in the category in which they're placed. But I do find, I do find it kind of funny. And here he is. Let me just give you the statement Challenges. once more. Here we go. Right. Uh, I'm just I mean, playing if you this look clip. At what the American transportation systems have faced in the last two or three years, partly this because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. we've faced issues from container shipping to airline cancellation. He just laughs, you know. <laughs> we got balloons. Oh, I got right. balloons. Um. Uh-uh. Yeah, we well, see it's so funny. We got balloons, we got trains. Challenges. Yeah, challenges. Ah, no biggie. So you're just not supposed to, you're just supposed to look at Petey Boy and go, you know what? You're on maternity leave endlessly and um, it, it just is a nothing burger. Basically, that's what he tells us anyway. Well, he's kind of hacked off <laughs> a joke. people on both sides. He's hacked off people on both sides of the aisle. Yeah. A, uh, a, a congressional candidate from California is commenting, when an ecological disaster takes place in Ohio, Pete Buttigieg is MIA. Oh, um, every time. Yeah. A Texas, a Texas Republican is saying, where's Pete Buttigieg? How will this Ohio train derailment affect our farmers and nearby population and our supply chain for mm-hmm. America's? 
And the yeah. one, the person that I, I actually, I kind of like this guy, um, newly minted senator in Ohio, J.D. Vance, who mm-hmm. himself has Appalachian heritage. And I can't tell you how much that figures into this story. Mm-hmm. This part of Ohio, think Hunger Games and Katniss Everdeen. This, that's, that's the kind of environment. And this has been a place that has long been viewed by the rest of the country as a good place to dump all the stuff we don't want to deal with right. in our own backyard. Yeah. So, you know, this is an area of coal mining and just it's the rust belt. It's just a, a hard place e- economically. Mm-hmm. And J.D. Vance kind of comes from that um that situation, he issued a statement Monday saying the following, why did this happen? After the cleanup and safety of everyone is insured, we will turn our attention to how to prevent this in the future. Mm -hmm. My office will be investigating these concerns in weeks to come. Mm. What I love about that is number one, he's a, he's, he's invested in the people that Mm -hmm. live there. Right. And prevention. Nobody else is talking about those issues. Interesting. Let's take a quick call. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with Melissa and myself. Yeah, I was going to say when you brought up the first responders, years ago when I was going through EMT training, one of the first videos they made us watch was uh, a highway patrol showing up at uh, anhydrous ammonia tank, which they use to fertilize fields up Mm -hmm. there. And he died. We watched him. You know, it was a live video from his dash cam, and he had his mic uh, on his uniform and everything. We watched him take his last breath hmm. and because he ran in when he shouldn't have, and, and it wasn't safe. Right. So they have us take the hazardous chemical course every every few years, mm-hmm. and uh, that's, yeah. that's extremely dangerous. And yeah. when you combine it, you make it even worse. Thank you for that call. I really appreciate it. You should mention, too, also who owns, again, oh. Northern, um, Norfolk one Southern. Of, one of the principal owners mm-hmm. of Norfolk Southern is BlackRock. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Why, why would I even be shocked at this point? So yes. in the category of, of mm-hmm. course it is, we, mm-hmm. have, I, we have to mention this as well. Netflix in 2022 made a film called White Noise. Hmm. And white noise is about a train derailment and all of the things. One of the people who played an extra in the movie mm-hmm. lives in East Palestine. Interesting. And he came out and said, yeah, who, you know, have we talked about predictive programming ever? <laughs> we should probably do another up to date show since it's constant. And uh, yeah, that would probably be a good one because it's constant. We have predictive programming, and all you have to do is just watch what's on the tube. You know, streaming now overtook traditional TV, by the way. Um, they just declared. And uh, yeah, it's all predictive. It really is. We're inundated with it. It is. And well, I, I think. It makes me tremendously sad because we live in a time now where politicians stump around like, we're going to investigate this. Now we're going to investigate. <laughs> yeah. We're going to. It'll take and, two years to get that report <laughs> for sure. It will. At and least. in the meantime, in the meantime, our trains, it's they're, what they're using is a system called precision scheduled railroading, mm-hmm. um, which is to maximize the length of the train 
maximize individual car loads, which leads to larger, heavier payloads on each train that's crossing the country in the name of efficiency. Right. But there are some safety concerns that have been left out there unaddressed. When the railroad workers tried to get attention on it, Mm -hmm. they were told to sit down and shut up. We were in the midst of a supply chain crisis, and there was a lot of free-flowing money to lobby to get that strike stopped. Hmm. Thanks, Melissa. So, yeah, uh, it just makes me sad. The people of, of this is mm-hmm. this is going to be a rural America problem, right. and people in the big cities will not care. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for all your work on that. Really appreciate you. Thank you. And I will take calls in the next uh, hour as well. Uh, Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Have a great one and see you next week. And then, of course, uh, on to the next hour. So don't go anywhere, okay? Don't go anywhere. And uh, be right back. Kate Daly Show at your service. We got to tackle a lot of things in the next hour, especially a two-time crisis actor. We're going to talk about him, her. I don't know, her, him. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about him, her, too. Be right back.